So when you look up the word destiny, it means the events that will necessarily happen to a particular person or a thing in the future, right? Our destiny or what we're called to do or the life that we live out, our destiny. So one thing we got to know is whenever we do anything great for God, we can expect opposition. Opposition is going to happen whenever we do something great for God. So on our journey, we're going to come up into opposition. We're going to come up into things trying to hinder, trying to stop us from progressing. So throughout, I've been doing I Need a Word for almost five years. And throughout my journey, here's six hindrances that have tried to stop me along the way. The first thing was insecure friendship. Anytime I would get in a relationship or a friendship with somebody and I noticed that I had to hide my blessings or hide the fact that the Lord was doing this and doing that, it was, it, it's an insecure friendship and that, that, that couldn't progress. We couldn't stay friends. That friendship or that relationship or whatever couldn't last long because we want people in our life that are secure in the, who they are and who, what God says they are, or who God says they are. So they won't be in their feelings when God is blessing you and God is doing other things for you. So the first one, so if you're scribing for me, the first hindrance is, is an insecure friendship. Be mindful of friends that you have in your circle. Hey, Louise, mindful of people around you that are insecure because it will bleed over into the friendship. You should never have to hide your blessings and hide what God is doing in your life to pacify somebody else. So that's number one. And the second one is anyone who instills fear in you, because you got to remember in 2 Timothy 1, 7, it says, God did not give us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Power, love, and a sound mind need to overthrow that fear. So if there's anybody in your life who is instilling fear in you, they are a hindrance to your destiny. I remember when I first start doing this and the Lord was telling me to do lives and do little videos and things like that, I had somebody in my ear that said, um, you shouldn't, you shouldn't go live. You shouldn't be talking. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. Almost trying to keep me in a place of fear. And I remember as clear as day, I was, I think I was at Tyler Perry studio that day and I felt something come over me. And it was the Lord showing me that um, it was the Lord showing me that this relationship, this friendship, I, I never called you to a place of fear. So you can't allow somebody, because I was getting ready to shrink back for a minute. I stopped going live. I stopped doing anything that was related to me being seen in the public. And it's all because people, somebody just kept saying in my ear, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. It was contrary to what God had already spoken over my life. Um, and I was going to make a point about that instilling fear. Oh, and they, another thing they said to me is I, was, I, had, I had wrote a marketing book at that time. And they said after the marketing book was published and it was doing well, people were buying it. They said to me, your face should have never been on the cover of that book. Insecure friendship, somebody trying to instill fear. You shouldn't go live. God didn't ever tell you to do this. And God, that's why you got to test the spirit by the spirit. That's why you got to have a personal relationship with God. Because people will talk you off of the very thing that God has called you to do. The next one, secret competition. And this is real. You cannot be in a relationship or a friendship with anybody who's secretly competing with you. Either we both going to be blessed. We both going to be good. It's no, um, oh, she did this. Now I got to go out and, and go do bigger than her. I got to, why are we measuring each other's destiny, each other's purpose? What God did for you, he did for you. What God does for me, he does for me. There's no measurement. There's no comparison. So the first one was insecure friendship. Make sure y'all scribe that for me. Anyone who instills fear in you, secret competition. That's number three. The fourth one is dream killers. We think about Joseph. Anybody that you share your dreams with and they try to just... 
say, oh, no, you'll never be able to do that. This shouldn't have been happening to you. You got to go. God, that's a hindrance to your destiny. If you know that God has called you to something, God himself told you, you can't worry about what somebody else got to say. You, that's why we don't share everything with everybody. There's certain things that the Lord gives us. You can't share with everybody. There's certain places the Lord told you he's going to take you. You can't share that with everybody because everybody's not going to be happy for your success. They're not going to understand it. Some people are just going to look in the natural. They don't realize that God will do the supernatural. I thank God when I first started, I need a word. I didn't have that many people around me because one person could have probably talked me out of this. When God was doing supernatural, he did, he did this thing, supernatural. I was on a fast. I was praying. And I was like, God, there's got to be more to life than this. I'm toiling. I got three degrees. I got a master's degree and I can't find no job. There got to be more to life than this. I was praying and I was fasting. The Lord said, start I need a word. And I was just like, but what does that have to do with Capital One about to repossess my car? How, how this going to work out? Now, if I had somebody in my, and then eventually I said, yes to your will, yes to your way. And I did it, right? But if I had somebody talking me out of this, I wouldn't be here with y'all today. So you got to be mindful. If I would have told even family, um, the Lord told me to start a page and call it, I need a word. I don't know what's going to happen with it, but he told me to do it. And they could be like, that sounds stupid. Your car about to be repossessed. You ain't got no job. You can't pay your bills and you're going to do something like that. You got to be careful who you share your dreams with. So the next one is people who don't want you to build or do the will of God. And we can go to Nehemiah for that because when Nehemiah was building, he came up against opposition, right? They were trying their best to get Nehemiah to come down from building the wall, to stop building the wall. And Nehemiah told him straight up, I'm doing a good work. I can't come down because he knew they was conspiring to kill him. If he came down, they was trying to trap him. They're trying to do whatever they can do to kill him, to stop building that wall. So anybody who doesn't want you to build or do the will of God, that is a hindrance. That is an enemy to your destiny. The next one is anybody who's jealous or fear of your anointing. You think about David and Saul. It was one chant that ignited Saul's jealousy, and he hated David from that day forward. You got to be careful of those type of people. Jealous friends are dangerous friends because jealous people, the fruit, here's the, here's the, the, the seed is insecurity. The fruit becomes jealousy, envy, murder, character assassination. I tell y'all the story all the time, how my brother was murdered by his best friend. He was stabbed 21 times by his best friend. There was something harboring on the inside of the best friend to make him kill my brother. So jealous people stay away from those another thing i didn't even put on this paper but desperate people can be dangerous people you got two types of desperate person you got the desperate person like the woman with the issue of blood who just she just she risked it all to touch the hem of his garment and then you got somebody who will do anything to get ahead or who will do anything or say anything to to get this or do this you got to be careful with those type of people and then the last one i have is Anyone who has a problem with the God that you serve, and this can go back to Daniel, this can go back to Nehemiah, this can go back to a lot of, a lot of the people in the Bible. Anyone who has a problem with the God you serve is an enemy to your destiny, is an enemy to your destiny. And I'm going to repeat these again. Insecure friendship, that was number one. Anyone who instills fear in you, secret competition, dream killers, people who don't want you to build or do the will of God, jealous people or people that are fearful of your anointing and anyone who has a problem with the God that you serve. All right, so let's get into a couple of things I heard when I was praying. So 
um, the Lord was saying this morning that we have to make sure that our response to situations and things, our first response, should be prayer. He said prayer is the response because that's our home court advantage. If you think about an eagle and a snake, an eagle won't fight a snake on ground level because that's too low for an eagle. An eagle can go up to, what, 10,000 feet. So what the eagle does is he takes the snake and brings the snakes out of his atmosphere because in that atmosphere, the snake has no power. And that's how we got to do. When things are happening in our life, when the people are targeting us or whatever is going on, we take that snake and we bring it up to a level that it can't respond, it can't do nothing because prayer brings us to the home court advantage, right? So just remember that. You take this and you got to take learn how to take the snake out of its element. That's why people say what they say. I don't go back and forth on social media. I don't do none of that. Right. Because I know there's power in, in prayer. Right. I know that the spirit realm is where the real action happened. All that going back and forth. Unnecessary. You think about Hannah. When Hannah, when her rival was taunting her, Hannah didn't say anything back. The Bible says Hannah got up. And she went to pray. Now, mind you, uh, that lady kept reminding her every day, you can't have a baby. You can't have a baby. You can't have just reminding her of her handicap. But there's something on deep down in Hannah that knew the one that closed her womb, because the Bible says that the Lord closed her womb, had the ability to open her womb. So remember that the Lord also says, stay in a posture of gratitude and thanksgiving, because that will lift the weight, the weight of things that have been burdening you, things that have been weighing you down. The Lord says, stay in a posture of gratitude and thanksgiving. And a lot of people have been saying to God, like, I want to go higher. I want to go. I want you to take me to another level. And the Lord is saying, before you ascend, you must descend. He says, I need to strip everything from you that is not of me. Anything that is not of me, I need to strip you. So before we ascend, right, before we go to that next level, we got to be stripped, right? We got to descend, right? Okay, so another, let me go into, let me go into this, this right here. So um, we've been talking about for, for, I don't know, the last couple of years that there was a changing of the guards, right? And we're here. Um, and the Lord says, there's coming a new revolution, even in the music industry, particularly the gospel music industry. He says, you have polluted my sound long enough. And he said, some of these gospel artists, I don't know if y'all know or not, some of these gospel artists are not saved for real, for real. And before I came on live, this is the last thing I heard the Lord says. He said, you can't take somebody to a place you've never been. Some of these artists and people singing and performing, they don't even get in the presence of God, and then they try to lead us into the presence of God. The Lord says, you can't take somebody to a place you ain't never been. Um, and he said that worship is going to be put back on the front line. Worship is going to be put back in the front line. They're even going to come out with songs um, in, the, in the coming days where songs, in the songs, you offer salvation. I don't know why no artist has done this as of yet. Music is the way to connect people. Salvation should be inserted in songs. He said there's scripture coming back to songs. He said some of these people that have had a lot of influence in the gospel music industry are going to lose influence. He said it was called gospel music for a reason. And there no, hasn't been any gospel in the music. 
And he also said that the name of Jesus will be put back on the forefront. No more diluting for the sake of other people's beliefs. You know how we say God sometimes and we say, you know, we don't want to offend anybody. He said, no, the name of Jesus is going to be back on the forefront. It doesn't matter who's offended by it. Everybody comes out of the closet and say they believe in this and they believe in that and they doing this and they doing that. We as believers got to be bold, too. And he says, my word will never return void. There's a divine shakeup. There's a divine shakeup. People that were once influential who have not been honoring God the way that they should are going to be pulled down. And those that have been consecrated to the Lord, those that who have a posture of prayer and worship and who really want to do this thing for God for real, for real, those are the people he's getting ready to exalt. But I remember I said a couple months ago, there was a lifting and a pulling down. And this is how I saw it in the spirit, a lifting and a pulling down. And that's where we are. And there's about to be a shakeup in the gospel music industry. Some of these gospel music artists are not saved for real for real trying it's i said to my spiritual mother the other day i said it's so dangerous because the bible tells us we got to worship in spirit and in truth and now when you get in front of people and you ain't got that spirit of, of truth you worship in spirit and in truth you ain't got those it's dangerous to try to usher people to a place you ain't never been before i act like I, I think it's dangerous to the fact like you'd be just be gone one day trying to it be in the pulpit and just done. It, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. He said, you have polluted my sound long enough. Worship is coming back to the forefront. So I would don't even be surprised when you hear more worship, more pure, uh, spontaneous worship songs out. The divine shakeup, divine shakeup. And he said, salvation is going to be offered in music and the scriptures back into music. Because a lot of this music and things that we listen to, they 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 are for feelings, right? I, I feel sad. Like there's certain, there's a lot of gospel I don't listen to, but I, I've listened to mainly worship or instrumentals. But there's a lot of it that just touches on how I feel and our feelings are never God's truth, right? Our feelings are not God's truth. I may, my feelings are fickle. I may feel like I wanna come on live today and may not feel like I wanna come live tomorrow. So gotta be careful with these feelings. Don't follow your feelings. Everybody says, you know, I'm following my truth. I'm following my feelings. You gotta be careful with that. There's only one truth and that's his truth. And he says, he said it's it was called gospel music for a reason. We have to bring the, the gospel, the good news. The name of Jesus will be put back on the forefront. No more diluting for the sake of other people's beliefs. My word never returns void. It's a divine shakeup. We are in a divine shakeup. Let me look at some of your comments and then I'm going to get off. Yes, entertaining the wrong spirits. Absolutely. Yes, Lord, I felt this. And this is the, why the Holy Spirit has been revealing to me as well. I've been very skeptical of whom I allow to minister me in the gospel. Absolutely. Absolutely. And even pastors and preachers, y'all can't be just let, just because somebody got a song on the radio because they got Grammys, y'all can't let them just come in your pulpit and, and pollute it. You got to make sure that God is telling you this person needs to come in the house. Y'all having all these conferences and doing all this stuff, but if, it, if the Holy Spirit don't say, bring that artist in here, they don't need to come there. They don't need to come there because we get we get off off of likes and follows and, and Grammys and, and who could bring in the offering. No, if God don't tell you to bring that person in your pulpit or at your conference, don't bring them. 
don't bring them. You don't know what they're doing, what their lifestyle is, and what they're doing. Because everybody that sing hallelujah, hallelujah, ain't living the lifestyle. Ain't living. And we see that on social media, how all these people being exposed and different things coming out. Nope. Nope. Y'all having conferences or pray about everybody you bring into your, your circle or bring around. If you got influence, bring a great pray about everybody you bring in with you. Bring to your to your family or to your church house or whatever. Just pray about everybody. Pray about everybody. Because they, they you we got I ain't gonna say it. I ain't gonna say it. And even even the things that we see. Let me let me let me see how to say this so I don't offend anybody. But even some of the things that we see are Christian or kingdom stuff that's for TV and in media. It's not all God breath. Just because something says kingdom don't mean it's kingdom. Just because something says God don't mean it's God. Everything's not God breath. Pray and ask God, should I be watching this? Should I be supporting this? Should I be listening to this? Because they could come out and make a song and it's like, oh, 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 oh. But they live in dirty lives. They fornicating. They sleeping with Air, Air Tom and Harry over there. They sleeping with men. They doing... Yeah, because the, I'm going to be careful. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for joining. Got to be careful, y'all, in all things, in all, everything, everything. Try the spirit, by the spirit. Pray and ask God, Lord, is this you? Because it feels good, but is this you? It feels good, God, but is this you? God, they sound good, but is this you? Just remember, if you don't have that posture of worship, of prayer, of, of, of all the things of the spirit, you can't bring somebody to a place you ain't never been. You can't, you can't take me into a place, into realms of worship that you ain't never been. It's dangerous, I'm telling y'all. Yes, wolves in sheep's clothing, y'all. And we got to be, you got to just ask, ask the Holy Spirit. Is this somebody, sometimes, some of the things that's going to come out, it's not gonna it's going to it's gonna be not in the traditional sense. Like some of the some of the pure worship people are gonna worship in a in a non-traditional way than what we've seen done. So just be mindful of that. And some of those things are of God. Are of God. It's just not gonna be traditionally how we've been doing it for all these years and all of that. Like the Lord is tearing down a lot of things that we built. A lot of man-made buildings are being tear, torn down. A lot of exposure is coming in every sector, every sector. I told y'all a couple weeks ago about uh, a revealing coming to healthcare and government and, and the things that the Lord was saying about healthcare and government and, and things that was done under the rug and the rug is being pulled up. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, be mindful of everybody you listen to. Be mindful of the things that you watch. Be mindful of the people that speak over your life. Shoot, pray about me. Pray about everybody. You just want to make sure that this is who, who God has called you to be under. You're under the right people. You're listening to the right people. It does not take long to drift off. I told you I was following this lady one time who said she was Christian and she was into New Age. And before I knew it, I was reading all these other books out more than I was reading the Bible. I was trying to manifest and a law of attraction and all of that type of stuff. Mm-mm. Mm -mm. I was I was I was crossing over and thank and, and let me tell you how I got back. I read this book. I can't even remember the name of the book, 
But something the man said got me sick to my stomach. He said, God does not desire your worship. I got sick to my stomach because worship was all that I knew, right? Whenever I'm in a bind, whenever I need to tap in, worship is all that I know. And so when he said that, it didn't sit right with my spirit. And I got, I got sick to my stomach. And I said, God, I repent. And I stopped reading all those books that I was reading. I read like over 100 some books. God, I repent from all of that and got back into going back to church and in the Bible, y'all. It's real. It's real. You got to be very, very careful. Hey, Keisha, you got to be very, very careful, y'all. Very, very careful. Remember, our response needs to be prayer. Our response needs, before we go online and get ready to cuss somebody out, wait. Oh, because that's my flesh, all right? Let me, let me pray about this. Let me, let me take this snake out of his comfort zone because you know snakes can't fly right let me take this snake up right here and give this to god and give this to god i don't listen to a lot online but when you speak truth you have my attention absolutely absolutely hey matthew thank you so much for joining thank you so much for joining hey trivia thank you so much for joining do y'all need me to repeat anything before i get off who lord we thank you we thank you god for today and I, my condolences to anybody with these uh these shootings y'all this pure evil this is what like three in the last couple of weeks pure evil and that just shows us that the enemy is on assignment so we got to be on our assignment all right the enemy is on assignment so we got to be on our assignment don't neglect your post don't be distracted because that's how he do. He'll sense a distraction to get you off your post. And next thing you know, you ain't praying for that nation like you used to. You're not praying for that, that uh, city like you used to. You're not praying for that company like you used to. Yeah, we thank you, God. We thank you, God. I plead the blood of Jesus over every child that's represented here today. No parent should have to get the call that they took their kids to school and now they, their kids are not coming back home pure evil the blood of jesus pure evil y'all we are living in some evil times but god is still god his grace is still sufficient he's still going to cover us that's why it's important to have a relationship with jesus christ if you don't have a relationship with you got to get one you got to get one because outside of his will there is no protection when you're in his will you have you have guaranteed protection guaranteed protection guaranteed protection yes y'all evil i can never i couldn't even imagine evil 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 but the blood of jesus we thank you god for protecting god we ask that you touch every grieving heart on today god may you give them some sense of peace and comfort as only you can as only you can in the families as only you can jesus the lord is working with me on this very issue people of the church who are not what they preach or claim to be i'm so lost nope you gotta just put remember your foundation is in god we don't put our all of our trust in man we put our trust in the lord and we pray and ask god to where should we be sitting where should we be going uh i remember when i was believing god for a spiritual covering he sent me to Jeremiah, I think it's 315, and I'm going to paraphrase it, but it says something to the effect of God will send us godly pastors after his own heart and his integrity. And I meditated on that for months and months and months and months. And then finally, it came. It came. 
So just be careful. Just be careful. Put your trust back in God. He is the foundation. He is the source. Your pastors, your preachers, and who you look up, your influencers, we're just resources. We're not the source. We're not the source. That's why you got to be careful, too, how you jump from live to live. You jump from this prayer call to this prayer call. Like, we can pray for you. People can pray for you. But it's nothing like when you go to your heavenly father, when you go to God for yourself, right? For your household. He, you need a relationship with him, right? When we get to heaven, right, he's not going to ask me. He's not going to ask me about anybody else but me. I feel like church is about controlling money. Not not every church. I mean, there's you know that there's through that throughout the world, but not not every church. We have to be the examples that we want to see, right? Um, like I, I know a lot of people get on get on live, and you know we bash the church and things like that. But we are the church, right? So we're technically bashing ourselves. So we have to just do our part and pray for other people. And let God correct and let God do what he's going to do. I told y'all exposure is coming. The government needs to put prayers back in school. Absolutely. And we need to do our part. We need to be praying that that happens. And we need people in legislation and people in communities that make that happen. Because they're putting all this. They have, listen, they have satanic um, uh, uh, after school programs. I didn't see that on uh, in the news the, a couple weeks ago. Satanic uh, stuff, and they'll be like, "Oh, it doesn't represent Satan." Then what? Why are you calling it that if it don't represent Satan? You know what I mean? And then we got all these fifty million genders. No, 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 no. Boy, girl, boy, girl. I'm gonna stop there. Boy, girl. Where it's not. Oh, today I I want to be both, or today I decide I want to be a girl. Then tomorrow I want to be no. How how were you born? How are you born? How are you born? Period. All right, y'all. I love y'all with the love of the Lord. Did y'all need me to repeat? Right, but he, but here's the thing with that, Angie. I always say that, but for some reason, this culture does not like. We like the microwave. We like it fast. People don't want to do things for themselves. We have to learn how to read for ourselves because your pastor could get up there and say something that ain't even biblical because <laughs> sometimes it's done they hear something so long and you think that it's bible and it's not really bible it's something that we took and we've been saying it for generations and generations and generations and generations no we got even if you just start somewhere small you take one scripture whatever you're going through right go and google and type in Scriptures about marriage. You find one that sounds like something you want to read and meditate on for the next month. Start there. Start there and then ask the Holy Spirit for revelation. Where should I be reading? Where should I be going? What, what, what do you want me to know in this season? And that's another thing too, y'all. We have to ask God, how does he want us to navigate through the rest of this year, through next year? How, where should we be? Like, don't wait till we up against some stuff to be asking God where to go. Let's start asking now. God, how do you, what do you want me to do for the summer? What do you want me to do for the rest of this year? What do you want me to do for the fall? If you're a business owner, same thing. Well, whatever you're doing, God, where, where should be my prayer point for, for this month, right? What should I be praying about this month? What should I be doing, y'all? We got we to gotta, we gotta be proactive. We got to be proactive. That's why God allows smart people to create the internet and media so people could get the word fast. Yes, I believe that's a part of, 
I Need a Word's journey. Um, when I Need a Word first started, a lot of people weren't posting sermon clips. Like, it was just whatever. But what the God was very strategic in even how he did this. Like, this came, I Need a Word started in 2017, a couple years before the pandemic. But when, when the pandemic came, I Need a Word became very necessary because you couldn't go out to your church, right? You so we were, you know, we were sharing a bunch of the different Sunday services and things like that. So, yeah. Yes, you can repeat the six hindrances. Okay. First one was friend, insecure friendship. Insecure friendship. You can read about David and Saul, too. Because they started out, you know, he was, Saul, David was under him. And then that one chance set him off, that jealousy was harboring. So insecure friendship, anyone who instills fear in you. Anyone who instills fear in you, anybody that's bringing you to a place of fear, God did not call you to the spirit of God did not give us the God did not give us the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Secret competition that was number three. Secret competition number four was dream killers. You can read Joseph, dream killers, and number five, people who don't want you to build or do the will of God. You can go back and read Nehemiah that talks about that. Soon as Nehemiah was trying to build that wall, he came up against opposition. They wanted to kill him for building that wall. And the, the next one was jealousy or people fearful of your anointing, people fearful of what you carry. Think about David and Saul again. And then the last one was anyone who has a problem with the God that you serve. Anyone who has a problem with the God that you serve. And I think I even mentioned as an extra one, uh, desperate people. Be, be mindful of desperate people because desperate people can be dangerous people. I'm not talking about the type of dangerous, the desperate person that really wants to be healed and really wants to be set free. Not them. I'm talking about the ones that would do anything to get what they want. They kill you in the process, stab you in the pro stab you in the back in the process just to, to go up, just to level up or even for money. We see this done uh, with money a lot and that leads to betrayal. That leads to betrayal.